Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. You are picking us up in the second half of issue 65, which has, if I can remember correctly... Talking correctly with Ben. (laughs) Illusion of Guy on the cover. You know I never do this in prep for that. (laughs) I mean, prep in general. There we go. Mm, No time for that. Nope. All right. So, again, this is from October of 1994. I am your host, Ben. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. Hello. And John. Yo. And we are joined again by our illustrious guest, Kyle Clark. Welcome. Hello. (laughs) Happy to be and here. And if you didn't listen to the first half, go listen to that first for the first half of the episode issue. Otherwise, and, you might uh, not know who Kyle is. <laughs> yes. So find all his information in there. Kyle, where else can, we, can they find you? Uh, at Kyle Clark is Rad on Twitter is probably the best way to get a hold of me or to check out uh, my podcast, This Is Rad, or my album, I'm a Person. Right on. So we're picking it up on what page is this? Let's see, 35? 35. We're, we're chugging along Oh my here. gosh, we are not going fast at all. Uh, <clears throat> and we've got Maximum Carnage featuring Spider-Man and Venom. Oh, this game looks so freaking good. It, it's all right. Even like, the cartridge. It's, it's yeah. fine. So I want to talk a little bit about the music first before we get into the game. Well, can we talk about the cartridge first? Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. It's a red cartridge. Like, that's just awesome in itself. What's interesting about the picture here is it makes it look like burgundy or... <laughs> right. It's blood red. I have the cartridge in my oh, garage. Oh, yeah. 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 So Along the with picture the doesn't do it neighborhood justice. kids that didn't make it home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting. This is a LJN game. Yeah, um, which is a big red flag. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's actually a decent side-scrolling beat-em-up game. Maybe though. that's why they made it red, because like it's an LGN game, so they want to be like, danger, danger, Will Robinson. Red, <laughs> literal red flag. Yeah. <laughs> LJN, let's just not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, so anyways. So, all right, I want music. to talk about what, what's, the what's music. going on? All right. So they, what's interesting is they contracted with the band Green Jelly, to do the soundtrack. Love me, love me, love me, love me. So if you're not familiar with Green Jello. Wait, Green Jello, Jello right? Yeah. No, they, they were originally called Green Jello. Okay. But then Jello was going to sue them, and they were like, oh <laughs> shit, we don't want to be sued. Let's just change our band name to Green Jelly. We haven't made enough money to withstand a lawsuit. The, re- <laughs> the reason why they called themselves Green Jello to begin with was because they felt it was the worst tasting flavor of Jello. <laughs> oh, that beautiful self. They're not image. wrong. Yes. So. I clearly know way too much about this band. Um, so, anyways, oh, trust most, me, famous for their, most famous for their three little pigs. That's right. Off the, was was that off the album Serial Killer with Toucan yep. Sam and Captain Crunch? Mm-hmm. I'm a, oh. I'm very much aware. Oh, of that, like the, when I moved in with Ben <laughs> when we were roommates, he's like, "You haven't heard about Green Jello? We have to watch all these videos for the next two hours." <laughs> <laughs> they, they 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 did. They made a whole like VHS tape that they sold of like all music videos from that entire album. Yeah, that and I was all, definitely like, questioning sh- my decision to like roommate with you at that point in time. <laughs> I thought that sold it. With, I thought that sold it. See the deal. You were like, oh yeah. It's all like really shitty special effects. You know, made in someone's like garage mm. with like paper mache. Like the Three Little Pigs video was up professionally with like uh, claymation. Right. But everything else is just like puppets and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah. 
so anyways they it looks like they contracted them to to make the music mm. and uh, so it's kind of interesting i'll play a little little clip of it here So you okay. get kind of the flavor for it. That's definitely pretty rocking yeah, for, for Super Nintendo. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot about this game that they did right. So mm-hmm. the cutscenes are all done in the style of like comic, like celebrated like comic panels. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they have sort of the I don't know how to, like. Wow, I thought I was the guy that couldn't talk on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought no, I was the um, one screwing up. What's tonight. a little obscure though is like it constantly refers to stuff from the comics that like if you don't like it doesn't explain what's going on like just kind of like the other these other characters mm-hmm. kind of drop in you don't not, not you're not given any backstory so it's just kind of like all right uh, Morbius has shown up I don't know if she's good or bad they did that in uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance too mm-hmm. I remember yeah. it was like characters just like I remember like the Winter Soldier who was like a brand new character popped in. And they just say, oh, no, it's the Winter Soldier, and assume that you, like, know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, what I like is in the new Spider-Man game, they're they're introducing Mr. Negative and his inner demons, like, finally out of the comics, getting his doing a game. <laughs> hmm. um, so, so Maximum Carnage was, uh, for anyone not reading comics from that time, Marvel was doing this thing, and I don't know if they're still doing it, I think they stopped for a while, where, like, they had all these crossover like cross after <laughs> cross after crossover to where if you wanted to read a freaking story, you had to buy every single copy yeah, like, of the Spider-Man comics from that month, essentially. And it would let you know, oh no, you only got the fir- you've only got like the two Spider-Man months in sequence, but this is three, and the other one is five. Clearly, you need to get the Fantastic Four to get issue two, issue four right. of yeah. this storyline. Well, they had, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet series before the, all this, and Maximum yeah. Carnage was specific just to Spider-Man comics. They had <laughs> Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, I think there was another one that was... Did you see that thing? Like, Plus Venom's book. The Marvel... Um, yeah. The Marvel people, like, or the movie Marvel, Marvel guys said, like, oh, Avengers 4 closes out the 22 movie arc. <laughs> arc. <laughs> and, and like the new Spider-Man start a new, uh, a new arc that they're, that they're going to introduce is what's, is what's happening Jesus. apparently. Oh my God, oh a new God. Spider-Man. How old does this kid? 12? <laughs> He's a fetus. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt May is now, now going to be played by Emma Stone. <laughs> As an Asian. As an- <laughs> oh, that was that Aloha nice. movie. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was good. Good casting. Good casting. <laughs> so right. the story storyline for Maximum than, Carnage um, was. It was better than John Wayne as Genghis Khan, though. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So I, right, I, be- uh, I don't remember specifically all the whole story, but the general idea is oh, that. Oh, I can tell you then. There's another alien symbiote because just having the black one with venom, it wasn't enough. So Venom now there's another one Venom that's more reproduced. dangerous. Venom split off. He got pregnant by himself, split off, <laughs> and joined his cellmate, Eddie Brock's cellmate, mm-hmm. who happened to be a psycho killer named Cletus Cassidy, who bonded very well with this unwanted this unwanted symbiote, so they became the psychopathic killer Carnage. Mm-hmm. So, the dynamic of this game is you can either play as Spider-Man or Venom, Mm-hmm. Um, I think you just you can select between the two of them, right? Or there's but, some, but stage? only after level six. Uh, yeah. Okay. You that first come sense. across Venom in chapter seven. So, so 
the big difference is like Spider-Man is a lot quicker, uh, and you have a like sort of a scorpion web move where you grab your enemies, like pull yourself, pull them over to you, <laughs> and uh, you can punch them. You can also form like a web Captain America shield that stops punches from the enemies. And then um, once you like later in the game when you can play as Venom, um, he's a lot stronger but not as nimble uh, mm-hmm. and is more of a more of a true brawler character. It's a lot easier to play this game as Venom than it is. I like this screenshot they have of Venom in the bottom left here. Where yeah, it just like he's doing a ballet move, you know. Right. He has a lot of spin <laughs> kick moves and stuff, so they they're trying to capture that. But it, yeah, he looks like he's just in the Black Swan or something like that. <laughs> I would see that play. He makes out with Mila Kunis halfway through. It's it's all right. <laughs> and then uh, well, with with that tongue, how could you not? <laughs> all my 2012 humor is being put to good use. There it is. <laughs> uh, what I really Call liked about back. this game was the tie-ins they had with other characters. So they have these like extra characters you can use as like a special power, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they'll come in and they'll clear the screen of enemies using some nice animation or whatever their special abilities are. So you've right. got Cloak and Dagger is one. you got Captain America, Black Cat, who's bursting out of her chest costume As there. always. And there's and you nothing have, uh, wrong with that. No, nothing <laughs> wrong at all. And they have uh, Iron Fist, Firestar, and uh, Deathlock. It's an interesting combination cyborg. of characters. Yeah, yeah. They kind of scraped the barrel a little bit here for a few of these, but... Well, these are the characters that were uh, prominent in the Maximum Carnage comic arc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I actually just bought the Maximum Carnage trade on Comixology. I have not read it yet. Because it, it was like, it was like sorry, on sale. Did, and so, it, it's interesting. It's so, so fucking Iron Fist shows up? Because now we think of Iron Fist like, oh, of course, because he had a Netflix show. But he was a pretty fifth-tier character at the, in the <laughs> 90s. Yeah. Uh, well, in the 70s, didn't he team up with Luke Cage? Yeah, like for Heroes for like Hire. Their, that was their exploitation era, which actually turned out great because... Oh, those, it, you know, those they, old they did, books are great. They did it right. So like They showed Luke's struggle without making him seem like a token of anything. Like He was just a dude who happened to like have a black experience in America. And <laughs> could, like he, He's like the black man that the cops have to actually talk to nicely. <laughs> It's also um, interesting. I don't, I don't know what the uh, rules are with Marvel characters. I bet you it's like, okay, who's not being used this month, you know, for another storyline? So we don't right. go, oh, why is, you know, uh, Captain America in two places at once? You know, I think they operated with that kind of, okay, so you're not doing anything with Cap this month. He's on a break, whatever. All right, he can be in the Spider Man crossover. Yeah, it, yeah, he's in the fan, yeah, he's not in the Phantom Zone, so he can be like in New York. So it's interesting that they have Firestar, but not X Men, because they're clearly going for a little bit of that Spider Man is Amazing Friends vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let's see what my notes are here from my prep. All the enemies. Is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. Oh, no. Deathlock, he's a ripoff of what DC character I'm thinking of. Cyborg, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think Deathlock is a way cooler character than Cyborg, though. (laughs) Okay. Well, we know very little about Because he's like part Cyborg, part Spawn, because he's like a dead soldier who becomes a death machine. Hmm. Uh, I did not know that part about him. His origin story is kind of badass. It's always kind of a shame that, like, he's kind of fallen off of being a character that they've been able to do something with because he's always been a character I like a lot in Marvel Comics. Hmm. Um, so one weird thing about this game, every single enemy is named. Like when you're brawling with them, 
So it'll be like fighting some henchman. It's just like you're fighting Rick. Like, <laughs> like it's <laughs> like they all have unique names. So like you know when you're fighting like one of the like one of the main, if you're if you're fighting Morbius, it like says Morbius. But like you also know you're fighting like Stan the henchman. Like it, I don't know. Just I found that to be amusing <laughs> that like they they took the time to give every single enemy uh, their own unique. Well, it name. reminds me of when you put. Oh, good. Oh, when you punch him in the face, his sunglasses fly off, and he goes, "Oh, Excelsior!" <laughs> <laughs> the the named people thing always like clearly it's kind of a final fight thing, but it always makes me think of. Did you ever read the comic The Invisibles? It's a no. Vertigo book. Grant Morrison did it. It's really good, but there's a whole story in it. There's an issue where it goes through this guy's life, and it's like from him being born through to him becoming an adult to him falling into a life of crime and becoming a henchman, and it ends in the moment <laughs> where the main character blows his face off in a fight. Oh, God. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, wow. Like and he's just literally like a trivial like the third guy in a row who's like getting shot to death. Like it's such a brilliant like weird little commentary. Um, <laughs> my other notes yeah. are the the brawling is good, but there's like the game is interspersed with a bunch of climbing levels, which the you it's like the frame is very limited in what you see, so you get hit with these lightning bolts that you don't know are coming. That's all and, I think of when I think of this game is the goddamn off-screen lightning yeah. bolts. Yeah, it's it's sorry, it's terror. I'm sorry, Mike. Are we not going to be talking about Spider-Man beating the shit out of the, some Girl Scouts? Yeah, that's the end of the first. We we're talking just about the game, but okay, oh, go okay. ahead. No, go ahead, but Mike. they're bad girls. I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, they need a spanking. <laughs> they're two street smart sisters who are like bad apples, rotten to the core. <laughs> that's just good copy. So yeah, no, yeah, they're. The first boss is yeah, literally Girl Scouts, which is kind of <laughs> odd. But well, the only and that was the only other thing. So the um, you only get one continue in the game as well. Yeah. So that equates to six lives. And the glaring thing, more than anything else about this game, how the hell did they not include a two-player mode? It's literally like perfectly made mm. to have a two-player mode. But no, no, you could you can't have Spidey and Venom like on the that screen. That feels the same like time. something that, that they like, were selling the sense. game on forever and then forgot to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as Mike said, the first stage you're brawling you through the New York streets, you end up battling Girl Scouts. Uh, you then climb up to the rooftop to battle uh, what is it? it's it's Morbius, right? On the rooftop? No, Shriek. Shriek, I'm sorry. Okay. The yeah, and she's uh, battle the yeah, Iron she's, Shriek, and she's friends with Spidey's. I don't know if he's a clone or something, but he's doppelganger. Mm. I don't know. I don't know doppelganger story if he's a clone or if he's just like an alien that decided to dress up like Spidey because he likes the way he looks. Wait, there's something. a character named Doppelganger in Spider Man. You're, you're looking at him. I How thought that was just like one of the. It? I thought it was just one of the what if issues where it's like, what no, if that's Spider-Man, canon, baby? You know what. Was like a real spider and had eight arms. Kind of there thing. was issues. There was issues in Spider-Man's canon where his uh, he tried to get rid of his powers, but he ended up accelerating them, and he did grow arms, and eventually he became a, a giant spider. If yeah, you remember watching okay. the uh, the uh, the Spider-Man cartoon in the nineties, yeah, yeah, awesome Aerosmith music. Yep. Was that an Aerosmith song? Yeah, the man lead guitarist of uh, that Aerosmith. Song? Uh, Wrote and performed the song. That's him making the. Uh, oh, I had no idea. I had to learn this on a Nintendo podcast. 
<laughs> hey, the useless <laughs> trivia we have. Why couldn't they give it like a clever like Shakespearean name like Fortinbras or something like that? Like so he's a foil to Spider Man. I don't know. Because that's a terrible that idea. He's not we're, gonna, we're, literally, he's, we're we're literally <laughs> gonna call him Doppelganger. Like that's well, he uh, he's too simple. I like the idea of somebody in a meeting. More. Wait a minute, he's, going going. All right, you guys can go with Doppelganger, but I think Team Fortinbras has made some valid points. It's <laughs> 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 still. It's still the, the the number one pitch meeting I, I want to be in like of all time has to be Hogan's Heroes. Like, <laughs> all right, so it's a comedy set in a prisoner of war camp in World War Two. Go on, a, you have me. Like, it's a Nazi death camp, but <laughs> no, it's no, it funny. wasn't a death camp. It was a prisoner of war camp. But yeah, like, all right, that's a good comedy hook. Let's 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 you know let's play this out. Let's see let's see what comes out. Of this. <laughs> let's see what happens. And and then <laughs> yeah, like how did how did he not get the door slammed in his face? Like. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's a it's a Nazi prisoner camp. Yes, and <laughs> you had me at Nazi. I did not <laughs> see this pitch coming. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Anyway, all right. I so guess we're going they, through the I later. Guess they garbled that up. Not as good as the first <laughs> ones. Christ. They're going through <laughs> the rest of the levels here. And what other bosses do we have that are noticeable here? Well, Big we got Bubba? Shriek. Yeah, Shriek Jesus. is apparently throwing bacon at Spider-Man. Well, yeah, like, and it's weird because I don't understand what Shriek is. Because to me, up. Shriek is the the version that's like also like Lady Carnage, isn't she? Or no, it's Scream. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm confusing uh, no. her with Scream. No, she just has that's the power right. to Shriek. She's okay. like a Banshee th- type thing. Hmm. I don't know who Shriek is. From the comics at all. I don't know who Doppelganger is in the comics at all. I think she was one of uh, Daredevil's villains, but you know, because it all takes place in New York, she crossed paths with Spidey as well, so I guess she was going after Daredevil, but then she came across Doppelganger, thought it was Spider Man, but then she decided to adopt him. And then they met Carnage, and she ended up hooking up with him. Okay. Alright, and so let's see, then you battle yep. down the alley. <laughs> Big Bubba. Big Bubba. Oh my gosh! He remember him from the comics? That's Ben's oh, yeah. born he, name. He, he, he looks like Sandman if he let himself go. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a like video game ass video game character. <laughs> yeah. really like lazy. every part of him is a character that can only exist on the Super Nintendo. His right. special move is diabetes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, but remember, if you beat him before he beats you, you get an extra life. <laughs> And then how, what, can you, how can fight? you continue the game if he beats you? <laughs> I don't know. You have to maybe maybe you like beat him without maybe, maybe like beat him without dying. Without dying, I'm guessing. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, and then uh, let's see the you continue to battle Doppelganger and Shriek in the hall, which is looks more like a cathedral than the hall. But mm-hmm. uh, and then you continue on with a chase between. You have a run with Carnage there. Yeah, uh, demo, demo goblin, demo goblin, and yeah. then demo goblin at the end over the city streets. Then which he is like in Times hob- Square. Yeah. That's pretty which cool. Which is like the hobgoblin, except this guy actually has demonic powers. Mm-hmm. And then the game transitions to San Francisco for a stage. So plays, with Venom. Yep, finally plays Venom. Though their advice here says use Venom if you want a more of a challenge. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is easier to play as Spider-Man. But all right, whatever. You can't really dodge things with Venom because he's slow. Essentially, I don't know. 
And then there's yeah, well, a... Yeah, you could probably just eat someone to regain, to regain your health. <laughs> there's a Central Park level, and then you go back to the New York streets, and uh, the game continues with more... <laughs> Hold on. You have to fight against Dr. J and Big John. <laughs> Where's this at? Where? These are two... Look at the medical, medical deviates... These are two, like, doctors that have uh, sport coats with matching ties with umbrellas. Oh, Jesus. That poke you with the umbrellas. Oh, my wow. God. This is, not, <laughs> this is not like a beginning boss, either. This is chapter nine. Right. Oh, my God. This is like a shitty New York version of the Kingsman. <laughs> 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 I was watching that tonight. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I like that movie. Do, 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 oh, do, that do, movie do. was fucking brilliant. The the uh, the stair was the stairway to heaven, that uh, musical break in the uh, in the church or the town that, hall. That like no, that it's church scene. Freebird. 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 Isn't that? Freebird. Yeah, yeah, it is Freebird. But like, yeah, that church scene is like comes out of nowhere. It's just like I'm gonna murder a bunch of him. And I know it's like the thing is he's been triggered by that whatever and like has no control who, over himself. Who but. was the director behind that movie? He did something else that was like that. Was it Duke. the guy? Uh, Mick G? Did he do Crank? <laughs> no, two brothers did the Crank movies. Oh, I love those. Those are so deliciously bad. Uh, They're amazing. I love Ma them. Matthew Vaughn apparently is the. Oh, he, oh, he did, did Kings. Kick -Ass yeah, and he did Kingsman too. Well, yes, yeah, so we were. Yeah. That's what you just said. Kick ass. Yeah, and he also did X Men First Class. He's a. That's he's uh, legit not Fox? made a bad movie. He's, he also did Stardust. Like, he's, he's kind of great. Uh, he produced wow. Eddie the Eagle, so I'm gonna disagree with I, you there. I was, I was not aware of such things. <laughs> I stand corrected. You tracked his statement to be. I will hold a. Roll again. Everybody I, I will, gets uh, one. We'll re I'll release a statement saying that uh, I was incorrect. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, past uh, Maximum Carnage and on to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Now, if I remember correctly, this game is terrible. Yeah, it's not good, and the big glaring thing is no Green Ranger. <laughs> well, I think this hell? was pre-Green like, Ranger. Yeah, but the Green Ranger yeah. was like halfway through the first season. Like, so were, in, were they in that much of a rush? Um, clearly, <laughs> you lost track of your past history because you go back and look. The answer is yes. Like, <laughs> what a what an insane, amazing cash grab that was out the gate. And by the time they got to Green Ranger, that was right. the second wave of toys. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. And then, he, then he became the White yeah. Ranger, you, which, well, not. You know what I was all. thinking about recently? That's that's the most evil thing Power Rangers ever did was Titanus, the Brachiosaurus Zord that would just appear out of nowhere. That looking back was literally just one more extra toy. <laughs> Where I'm like, that's the most brilliant and naked greed I've ever seen. <laughs> that didn't yeah. beat He Man. So you start off the game like you're. In the, you're battling like through the streets without your suit on, like you, you're like killing all these henchmen, like, but not turning mm. into a Power Ranger for some reason, like based on which know. character you pick. Uh, you just like kind of fight your way through it and then get to the final boss and then decide to put on your Power Ranger suit and like battle. So I was I always know. very anti Power Rangers because I was like, wait, this is just a rip off of Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, guys, no, 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 ignore all this. This is Voltron, you know. So. If you have to do the, if you if you are playing through this game, have to play through the game. If you're playing through this game, like Zach 
the Black Ranger, uh, his fighting moves are all like breakdancing fighting moves, so, you know, knock yourself out with that, because that's probably the most fun that you can have with this. But then, like, when you have your Power Ranger suit, you can, like, activate special pow- special powers based on which Ranger you are. So, that's it's, it's basically like a simple brawler with, like, special moves based on which Ranger you're playing as. I don't know, that's about all this game has going for it. There's not... <laughs> Not much else. It's oh, oh, and then if you get to level six, you actually battle like as the, the Megazord. Yeah, so at least it has that going for it. But I don't know. Yeah, it, I, it was a cash grab. He's exactly. <laughs> am I the exactly only one right. that's? Am I the only one that saw the uh, the new Mighty yes. Morphin Power Rangers movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. As much well, as I, I enjoy Elizabeth Banks <laughs> and Brian Cranston, I uh, could not be sold on that. Sorry. Well, as a fan of Breaking Bad, I had to see if he was going to tell them, Rangers, we need to cook. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, what's the deal? At the end of the game, you get to finally play as, uh, what's, what's the Megazord. Megazord. Voltron? Oh, sorry. Megazord. Megazord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you take a... And then you take a toxic dump in level six, so I guess you eat some... But it's a tasteful dump. <laughs> you eat some Chipotle. <laughs> so there's, is there any, like, uh, platforming, or is this pure, like, fighting? It's a brawler only. It's just a brawler only? Yeah. Do you only what? fight the putties? Uh, you also fight various genie, like, enemies like genie, dark warrior. Yeah, so there's bones, I got, you, pl- you play that eye guy that was, like, iconic from the TV series. There's a gnarly gnome, which is, like, a viking with a rake. Um, <laughs> yeah, genie and, and dark warrior. Um, the other weird thing about this game is it just drops you in. Like, there's, there's no plot at all. Like, it just, oh, okay. like... You you start like you're the the Rangers in a park looking out over the city and like what's her face the Elizabeth Banks character Rita Rita Repulsa sure um, appears that was the right answer there like, was no need to be be snarky towards him for knowing the answer well I never watched the, I I never watched the show at all so. <laughs> I got no respect here no respect at all <laughs> <laughs> the hatred towards him is strong. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, so she just appears in the skyline above the city, and like all of a sudden you have to just run off and start battling people. Like, you have, there's no explanation as to why you are doing what you're doing at any point. That's my vague memory of the television show as well, so it's in line. (laughs) Didn't didn't, uh, the Pink Ranger here, the first Pink Ranger, didn't she get fired for like posing for Playboy? Uh, Yeah, she did porn or something like that. I don't think so. Amy Jo Johnson? Whoever Pink Ranger is. Nah, she she's like clean as a bean. Hmm. The you're, I think you're confusing it with the fact that people think Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger, was is a gay porn actor. <laughs> wow, that is, an, is that like that is an urban legend. That's like the hmm. the that Marilyn Manson was the kid on uh, Wonder Years. Yes, 100. percent That's exactly what it is. Uh, and I only know that because we did an episode about Power Rangers on my podcast, and I kept pointing that out until somebody on the show insisted on pointing out that I was wrong and just ah! accusing a total stranger of a thing that they didn't do. <laughs> well, who hasn't done gay porn? Well, I mean, look, man, honest. sometimes you want to go shoot gay porn. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's yeah. this, was, this was game. Wasn't one of them a, uh, a killer? Yeah, one of them recently was in the uh, the news recently for killing somebody. Oh, the Green Ranger, right? 
Did he murder no. someone? No. The only thing that's dead is his career. No, he's an MMA fighter for Christ now. Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. Oh, so like a more interesting Kirk Cannon. Yeah. His right. uh, motto okay. is Jesus didn't tap out. So it's like, <laughs> he's like Bible man yes. then. Yes. Uh, Very good. The guy that played the Red Ranger, uh, for, what was Austin St. John. I had his name. <laughs> no, it says Medina was brought back to the brand. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so it was the second time Medina was picked up for the killing of some guy, of uh, his roommate. Jesus Christ. Cool. All right. Okay. Ricardo Medina was given over half of the maximum oh, sentence of I believe that is Ro- Rocky, the second Red Ranger. Hmm. Anyway, I, this game's a cash grab. Skip it. It's not worth <laughs> playing. But at least we have some fun Power Ranger like lore to. Add, oh, fun guess, fact! If you said, saying the Brian Cranston thing, you know that Billy the Blue Ranger's name, full name is Billy Cranston, and he's named after Brian Cranston, who is a friend of the people <laughs> making Power Rangers, and he's actually the voice of a couple. He is the voice of Snizzard, the uh, <laughs> lizard man. <laughs> Wow. Is that like when they had Jerry Seinfeld be turkey yes. number three on South Park? <laughs> or uh, George Clooney as the gay do- Stan's gay dog? <laughs> yeah. Sparky. <laughs> Don't be gay, Sparky. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on. Classified information. Anything interesting here? Let's see. We have a midair refuel code or sequence of events you can do for airstrike patrol. Extra continues. Um, and King of Dragons, Unlimited Last Action Life. Hero. Oh my God! <laughs> For Last that Action movie. Hero, that movie. Oh my God! It's so confession. I secretly love that movie. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's so it's, odd. It's it's, it's insane, and it's such a like hot mess. Yes. But my God, I find it satisfying sometimes. It it's it was weird because it was Arnold like completely good. embracing the campiness like of his career arc was kind of what's really enjoyable about it. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger Inception. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All, my roommate and I in college used to just, like, wait until we were, like, across the crowd from each other and just yell, The Ripper! He brought back the Ripper! <laughs> oh, uh, I just anyway. like the portion when they go to, like, a video store and they look over and see Sly Stallone in the Terminator and, right. like, a poster. And then Schwarzenegger <laughs> says he should have won an Oscar for that film. And, like, should have done a Jay and Silent Bob style look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, uh, so campy. All right. All right, then we have some. I can't believe that game is a Super Nintendo game. Look at those graphics. Yeah, it's. Those are bad. shoddy as. Oh, my God. Those are terrible looking. You can invert the players in Super Slapshot. Uh, there's some bonus codes for FIFA Soccer, the first version of it. Um. Pack attack. There's a level skip lawnmower man. You can. There was a there was a lawnmower man video game. <laughs> oh, oh, you yeah. know it. You know it's it, just, son. It's just you it's just a bunch cyber. of lawns and you just like mow them slowly. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. <laughs> it's like Paperboy without all the running and down up and down streets. It's just mowing the grass. <laughs> all right. Oh and then what, like the menu here is Cyber Run, Cyber Tube, Virtual World A, Job, IQ Test. Suburbia and Zorn. Wait, am I thinking of the right Zorn. movie? Is Lawnmower no, Man? No, you're thinking Demolition movie? Man. No, no. Lawnmower oh, Man is the uh, the the, the, uh, the it's the, the it's the mentally lawnmower like maintenance guy gets like yeah. hooked up to like a VR machine. He becomes like 
omnipotent or something. Uh, yeah, and he, ho- and he hooks up a girl to it to like have like brain sex with her, and he ends up devouring. Yeah, that sounds her. about right. Uh, okay. It's kind of a yeah, it's like a horror movie. Yeah. All yeah. I know is that he gets like ment- he gets like psychic uh, powers or telekinetic powers, and he can control the lawnmower, and it like chews up some guy's face. Speaking of like <laughs> psychic sex, do you remember that scene from <laughs> Demolition Man? Yes. Where- this is how and Sandra Bullock is all this is how we have sex in the future put on this headband and doesn't and they, it turn out that she's his daughter <laughs> so he like banged that. his daughter I still want to know what the hell the three seashells are for god damn it I listened to the entire director's commentary for that film on DVD to find out what the fuck the three seashells were no reveal uh, you know what the best director's commentary is it's uh like Swartz and everybody on on uh, Grandma's Boy, like they just talk mm. about all the shit that went down trying to make that movie, <laughs> and like uh, that's that's a pretty good director's commentary. I'm a, I'm a fan of that one. One of my favorites is uh, for the film Deep Blue Sea. Oh God! And it's oh. mostly Rennie Harlan going like, "Oh man, like this was fucking a tough thing to make." And I swear to God, guys, I tried. And Samuel Jackson's with him until he dies, and then he leaves oh. the commentary. <laughs> That's awesome. Symmetry. Uh, it's, motherfucker. it's called synergy. Oh, have you guys have seen any of the director's commentaries for the Arnold Schwarzenegger one on uh, Conan the Barbarian? Oh, no. Oh, they're freaking hilarious. Him and the director are chatting, and he's like, and he just like, he's just talking over the entire film, like narrating it. Oh, and it hears where the wolves come up to Conan, and uh, <laughs> they are like coming at him and attacking him, and they fell down. See, Conan falls down right here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might need to watch that. It's you'll find yeah, they have some short clips which are very hilarious uh, on YouTube. Alright, and then uh, not much else. Uh, Wolf Child, whatever the hell that yeah. is. You get invincibility code, Sunset Riders, you can play as the same player if you want to with a special code and the peacekeepers. Uh you something called an anger attack? Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Flynn will turn red with rage, allowing you to defeat all the remaining enemies. Yeah. None oh. of these games, by the way, have had any features done on them. Ben, so I bring you closure. I just found an article saying Sandra Bullock explains the seashells <gasps> in Demolition Man. Really? <gasps> she goes, one moment that stuck with fans for years. After exiting a bathroom, Stallone asks why there's no toilet paper and only three seashells on a shelf. He doesn't know how to use the three seashells, says fellow cop Rob Schneider. And they all laugh and laugh, but we never found out how the seashells are used <laughs> until now. On the red carpet for Gravity, MTV News, Josh Horowitz <laughs> wow. asks Sandra Bullock to Holy once and for all settle the greatest mystery in movie history. And she says, well, think of a bidet, right? There's several processes. You have one, two, and then the cleanup. But it doesn't stop there. Turns out the seashells are also musical instruments. You can use oh. them as little maracas as well, continued Bullock, giving the explanation, giving the example of the sort of beat you can drop with the future's answer to toilet paper. You see, it's a musical instrument and a hygiene element. Huh. Uh, uh, all right. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right. Speaking of insane, Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures. So is this based off of the cartoon? Oh, and John, I got some bad. I got some less than bad. I got some less than good news for you. It turns out Amy Jo Johnson uh, moved to Canada in 2013 and got Canadian citizen citizenship as well. So she's a dual citizen. Okay. So she went to the country that you apparently don't like so much. I don't dislike Canada. I dislike you. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
right, my. I'm just kidding, buddy. I love you. All right. <laughs> Alright, so uh, speaking of disasters, Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures. My notes for this game include, Saved by the Bell, The College Years, Should Never Have Happened. (laughs) (laughs) Any money or time invested in this game is utterly futile. (laughs) Destroy any copies on site. (laughs) So yeah, it's basically Pac-Man without the Pac-Man. It's a platformer with Pac-Man in it. But it doesn't control well, and it involves like walking around a town. Mm. I don't know, just everything about this game. <laughs> well, I swear, I don't know why they don't mention it here, but they had a Pac-Man cartoon yeah. that looks exactly like this. I had. I to, do I remember to, that. I do remember it, but yeah, this looks yeah, like a tie-in it? to that. It's just none of this is good. Like, really, none of this is good. Unfortunately. Well, look, Pac-Man's got Miss Pac-Man. They have. Baby Pac-Man, which is apparently a girl, because the you can tell by the the bow, and then what the ghost is friendly. Was no. that Inky? Is that Inky? No, I don't think so. Inky, Binky, Pinky, and Cl- Inky, Winky, Plinky, and Clyde were just the uh, the servants of some. Uh, frig, I forgot who their boss was in the cartoon. But the ghost um, witch of Netor. Yeah. Worked, no, in the in the cartoon series, they worked for Mesmeron. Who resembles Darth Vader and acts like Gargamel? I guess. <laughs> well, look, I'm looking right here in the bottom left corner. It yeah, says, yeah, that Ben's right. That is the plot. Like this, this witch controls the ghosts. So she um, stole in the Pack City children's bubble gum. It does she- look like you can go to the arcade in this Pack City and play Pac-Man. So this game oh, has that redeeming itself. That's like you can sick. Actually, you can play Pac-Man inside a Pac-Man game. Huh. So you oh. can play Pac-Man in this game. You just have to real. You just have to work way too hard for it. Yeah. Pac-Man so, to the New Adventures. This is lame. The first yeah. level involves him going out to get milk for his kid. Yeah, exactly. This it's God that bad. It. I've done this in real life. I don't use this game. So Miss So Miss Pac-Man doesn't have memory glands. She's not producing enough. Don't judge. That's the same opening that Postal Two used. <laughs> like, unbeknownst to us, they've been ripping off uh, the the Pac-Man Two all this time. Yeah. <laughs> so so where <laughs> uh, so where do we get to see uh, for, what's his name? The little uh, Gary. Good good call, Mike. Hmm. Coleman, Gary Coleman. So we do we get to see Gary Coleman's cameo? He's actually Pac-Man? inside of the old Pac-Man game. It's now little Gary Coleman chasing the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him doing hand puppets above the yeah, screen. Yeah, you get it. Rob Schneider is Pac-Man. So his um, power up is he becomes Super Pac-Man or something with a I don't know, like this, this with the cape. Is just, uh, just this is an abortion of a game. <laughs> That's it's why just, I love oh. talking about it. It looks so bad. He has a cape that becomes like a paraglider. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so is it just attached to his face then? Because there's no, he's no shoulders for it to hang on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he just he just straps like a mask on that also has a cape attached to it. I don't know. I'm very I confused. Know, I, this, I, I tried to get into this game and it just, it gave me leukemia and <laughs> it's just a really bad platformer with like no redeeming qualities to it. It's, it, it's, very good. if you took all the joy out of Pac-Man and irradiated it and like, it's basically, it's basically the video game equivalent to that like Sarah McLaughlin ad with the 
starving dogs in it. <laughs> I will remember you. Yeah, just nothing is good about this game. All you know right. That, you know that uh, one of those Sarah McLaughlin songs, I think, it, I think it was Run DMC, it actually, like, stopped him from killing himself. Because he was, like, <laughs> listening to that, and, like, just when he was thinking about how life's not worth living and all that, he was listening to one of her songs. It was apparently the song that, you know, should be inspiring suicide. And he just thought, like, you know, there's so much to life to live for because there's like beauty in her music and there's still beauty in the world so you know he just right. got to keep on living because of that oh that's beautiful he wanted to keep on living let's let's talk about legend of gaia there we go illusion, or illusion of, gaia. of gaia sorry God. so this is a, an edix <laughs> game before they were square enix and uh, this is an action rpg uh in much the same way of uh legend of zelda or um gosh what's the other one i'm thinking of Start start Ropics. Star Tropics. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Star Tropics. Oh, ah, Star Tropics. That one. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's actually in the Soul Blazer series, technically. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um it's just doesn't feel like the other Soul Blazer games, so it kind of stands alone. Um, except there's a secret boss from the original Soul Blazer. Right, but I'm saying the games have like a much different feel. Like it doesn't. It's not like you playing. You're not like, oh, this is you know definitely in that Soul Blazer line. <laughs> but um, and it is a little bit weird in the Enex line in that the narrator, uh, like the 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 main character narrates some of it. So like it's not a it's not a silent protagonist. So we have that going for us a little bit. It's definitely like kind of an oddball RPG. Did you did you play it growing up, Mike? Yep, I enjoyed the hell out of this because you get to tour the world. Mm-hmm. And it's the world we know, like the Nazca lines, the Great Wall of China, the pyramids. Right. There's yeah, Great Wall, Aztec, Naz uh, Egypt. Yeah, you're right. Did you play this at all? Um, I did how? not know this game existed until it was on the cover of this Nintendo Power. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this sounds like a it's, lot of fun. It's an oddball it RPG. I mean, it, it it's not as great as some of the other. It's not a. It's not in, the, in like the Chrono Trigger realm or anything like that. But it's. I've seen it ranked in the seventies out of like a hundred on SNES lists and things like that. So like it's in, it's, it's not in the upper tier. Here's what it was like at the time. It's like okay, you play Legend of Zelda. You like that one. Okay, you played the Game Boy Legend of Zelda. You like that one too. All right, Secret of Mana comes out. Boom. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. This is a great follow up to you know just playing. Legend of Zelda. Um, Notice how he's naming only past. action RPGs, but all right. Yeah, well, what I'm saying is, it, you know, if you want your action RPG fix, like this was the next one in line, essentially. This will keep like, you. T this will keep you tied up until Secret of Evermore comes out. Yeah, it's like a it tides you over, but it's not as good as like Secret of Mana or Legend of Zelda. Uh, this with the past. It is. There are some really like, you run around in this game a lot. Like, so it's not like a normal RPG where. You're kind of slowly trudging through dungeons and stuff, um, so like there is a fast-paced feel, like how you how you move through the areas. So it has that going for it. There's a lot of Mode Seven in the outer world, so like the map is like a pulled-out Mode Seven like 3D isometric view. I don't know, like there's a, a lot of weird kind of odd stuff with the game that's still kind of interesting. Uh, like yeah. Yep, and the, one of the cool things about this game is the level-up system, as opposed to grinding, which is the usual way. Mm. You only get to advance your stats bit by bit by clearing out all the enemies in a room. Yes. But and what is kind of... Like one tiny power-up. 
what is kind of weird, like, you can't go back to an area you've been to. Like, there's no backtracking in this game. So once you've cleared an area, it oh, is closed off to you. Yep, no grinding. Hmm. So. No grinding? No. No. <laughs> Your mom has this rule? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you said it twice. I had to do something. Come on. You left it wide open. <laughs> Yes, because you have to keep up with him. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. It's a sickness. <laughs> it's so All right. Uh, okay, so you start off in this game as a kid in a small town who just, you know, with little explanation, you just happen to have telekinesis. And all your friends are just like, hey, can you move that statue? And you do it by spinning your flute around by like holding the R button, and you get to move a statue head. And they're like, hey, that's cool. Let's play cards. completely downplay the fact that you have the ability to manipulate outside matter with your thoughts but uh, you know I want to see who can win at crazy (laughs) eights so you come home and you meet this girl who's like in your house and then the guards come in and finds out she's like the princess and then you end up being summoned to the castle to give a ring to the king and you don't have this ring and you're like I'm sorry I don't know what you're talking about and then he throws you in jail which is a okay. great use of uh, royal power. And then you end up uh, escaping and meeting this force called Gaia, which it bestows upon you the power to take on shadows, like shapes of the past. So you get to take on the shape of the warrior Freedan, which is the guy we saw on the cover. Because he's the guy with the sword. Will just usually has like short range and he beats things with his flute. And now that's not a euphemism. So it's like, you can do like form of... Whatever, like you can do that that trick mm-hmm. pretty much. It, right. it will not not on demand. You have to go to these uh, save spots. Uh, okay. To be able to visit the Gaia statues to do that, and you will instead of thinking like, well, now I got to stay in this powered up form. No, he, Will can access things, and he has this telekinesis. This guy, I think, doesn't, but he can like beat things to hell with his sword, and <laughs> he's got like longer reach in battle. So, they all have different uses, and you will acquire uh, different shapes as the game progresses, but there's this one spot in the story where you end up on this this golden ship of the Incas after finding the Inca statue, right. the island of Inca statues, <coughs> but then it turns out that it's just an illusion, and you're stuck on this rotted ship that breaks apart into uh, basically all that's left is a raft. You lose all your friends except you're stuck on the... Uh, the thing. Oh, you the, see the, the raft, raft in, the on like page 60, you can see that. Yeah. Okay. And you end up having to just, like, put up with her talking while you end up, like, beating fish and getting on the raft to eat until eventually you get scurvy and pass out. Speaking <laughs> of beating fish, how's the dating life been? Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, but then, like, the real kicker at the end is you come across this starving village and they try to eat you because they're starving and then the the princess's pet pig sacrifices himself by jumping <laughs> into the fire Jesus so that they have something to eat besides you okay mm. good old porky mm. I think her I think his name was Hamlet does he come back later in the game as like porky's revenge <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there's the mini game where you have to run naked down the street because you're being chased by rednecks. God, those are great movies. 
Phenomenal. Uh, All right. Should we move on past this game? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a great game. Check it out. I will totally have to look into that because that does sound legit kind of awesome. So. It's good. Do you have any experience with Brain Lord? Mike? Brain Lord, the next game. What the hell is Brain Lord? It's, it's another weird, action RPG? It's a weird, weird game. Yeah, it's another RPG. So An action RPG on the Super Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> it's made by Enix, so I Now I've did. seen everything. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's see. My notes are incredibly tough difficulty. Uh, the se- Produce, the seventh saga developers, made this game. It was published by Enix. Action RPG with platforming... Though black, with terrible collision detection, uh, and you collect fairies that act sort of like protective Pokemon that like float around you and like give you extra abilities, like fight off enemies. Mm. Um, there's a lot of puzzles to like like push plates and stuff like that to get through the different um, dungeons. Uh, but eventually, you end up in a bunch of dungeons that there's no light, so you can't see the floor, and the floors move. <laughs> so. Good luck figuring out where you're supposed to go in these areas in the game. I'm looking at this uh, page 75 where you are killing a massive cockroach. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's that got me interested. Like, I'm just like, I have to fight a giant cockroach. I write him down. Yeah, yeah. Overall, the graphics are a little bit worse than some of the other action RPGs, but then the bosses, the graphics for the bosses are amazing. Yeah, like the cockroach is like really impressively rendered, yeah. and like the gravity god towards the end. There's, I watched the review impressive. that Super Derek did on this is my prep for this, and mm-hmm. he said it was a game that like I hated so much that like I it became like permanently attached to me like growing <laughs> up. Wow, he's like it's just such a like there's so much wrong with this game that like it's kind of like, you fall in love with like Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> 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 was how he was describing it. I don't know if you're. If he does great RPG reviews, by the, the only way. way I could get past this game was to accept it. Yeah, he said like <laughs> I ended up with forty dollars in late fees trying to like partially because like I, I had to convince myself to play this game as a kid. Like, but I had to get through it. Like I had to beat it. So yeah, I don't know. I have a very hard time recommending this based on what I saw about it, but. And what's the deal with the cover art here? It looks like a, you know, <laughs> floating city. Early 90s PC game cover. Yeah, it reeks of yeah, mist. Like, oh, yeah, straight yeah. up Ultima or Mist or, yeah, right. Like it has so. nothing to do with the game. It's just like a piece of fantasy art. Yeah, yeah it's like straight up Riven. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Uh, you yeah, straight Riven. <laughs> straight out of Riven. <laughs> Hardcore gangster Riven. <laughs> yo, dog, I heard, yo, dog, I heard you like puzzles, so I got you some I, puzzles. I, that spider chair puzzle in Riven, oh my god. Like, that's impossible. Like, that, mm. ugh, fuck that game. Both of those games, like, the, the way you try and figure it out is you just click randomly over the screen. Oh, nothing yeah. click here. Next Except screen, spider chair, place. you can't. Like, it's, it's one of the hardest puzzles in, like, any game ever. Yeah. So... Uh, I I can't recommend this game. Unfortunately, it's like there's too many other good RPGs. But Mike, if All you right. want to fight the cockroach, let me know. Good, go ahead, <laughs> knock yourself out. All right, next section is Counselor's Corner. First counselor we have is Kirk Buchanan, 
telling us about Breath of Fire. God, he's like channeling his Josh Brolin. Yeah, he right. Was. He looks like a twenty-year-old Stephen King. <laughs> Good call. All the all the counselor photos are a thing that I feel like. Yeah. The, if there's one tragedy of this podcast being a, a audio format, uh, it is losing the counselor photos. Oh, don't oh, don't worry. Don't we, worry. We, we, yeah, we uh, every issue where that's our highlight is. <laughs> though, unfortunately, earlier earlier on in the run, like they had. Literally like playmate stats, pretty much for the oh like, like, god favorite, yes favorite game like biggest Hobbies. video game achievement yeah, yeah I think like, I think John finally found the reason for Kyle to check out our archive <laughs> the hobbies yeah. We, yeah but yeah so. well, I just want to like, know which ones want to be fun and go on adventures right yeah the well the photos weren't even professionally done either it's like they just literally grabbed onto the floor that day and like hey we're taking your picture so the yeah. hair's all over the place got the wispy mustaches the mullets. You know, the early 90s uh, it's, clothing. Everybody going like, well, John Romero seems like a cool looking guy. I'll just take that look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I so. mean, after all, like, how could I not be impressed after he told me he's going to make me his bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Kirk has Breath of Fire tips about why do animals appear in the overlord, in the overworld, I mean, sorry. And what are the dragon emblems for? All Absolutely right. nothing. <laughs> then we have Paul Hawkins telling us about Super Metroid. Paul Hawkins Man, probably the, the best of the photos this issue. Yeah, with the shading on it, he looks like he belongs like in a friggin' movie poster next yeah. to his villain. <laughs> his head should be floating next to another floating head. Yeah, to figure out who he faces off with. <laughs> kind of like he's like Tony Shalhoub and David Blaine had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> So he tells us how to refill energies using the power bomb. So if you've got a bunch of weapons and not much health, guess what? You can blow yourself up back to health. It's like <laughs> pushing the needle past your damage so that it turns around the other end. <laughs> All right. And then how do you escape from the Edicoon's pit, telling you how to do the wall jump, and then how to get that grappling beam. Mm-hmm. Let's and see. And then Tia Emil tells us about Tetris 2. For Zephyr NES? It's, yeah, Game Boy? Game Boy. It's red, so it says that would indicate NES, but the colors yeah. indicate otherwise. Maybe it's like a Super Game Boy screenshot. Okay, the they're, NES. they're cheating it, here. It looks bad. I think it's because the um, green doesn't play real well in print. Right. No, the purple doesn't play well in print, but that's the next one. Yeah. So Tia... Tia looks like they grabbed the local librarian and just shoved her in... <laughs> it definitely looks like a yearbook photo from 1985. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the girl that failed the audition for Barb in Stranger Things. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, and then we have the star of the show, Fred oh. Hildebrand for Donkey Kong for Game Boy. You can't even see his lower his mouth or jaw. It's all God. You know he fucking game. loved that picture. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Fred is the is the like is like the acquaintance friend that's like way too into up close magic. Yeah, oh, 100%. I was going to say, he looks like a guy who's going to say to you, dude, you've got to read some more Clive Barker. (laughs) It will change you like it did me. Uh, Yeah, he's the guy that's sitting in in the uh, gaming shop, quote-unquote gaming shop, the tabletop gaming shop. He knows his way around a close ponytail. 
And he he knows like nope. yeah. three hundred facts about why nine eleven was an inside job. <laughs> and <laughs> and the truth. And also will has a copy of Dune he's ready to lend you. <laughs> it's like I always just I buy extras because I'm just always trying to get people to read it. <laughs> they don't always give it back. No, you know what? Keep it. I just want to know that you enjoy it. <laughs> and then he asks you about it like incessantly. Oh yeah, yeah, for that. sure. That is the last time you go to that bookshop because you're like, well, I guess I can never come here again. <laughs> right. <sighs> All right, so uh, players pa- challenge anything in here? What is it? So is. the dick nose drawer art, though. What the hell is the guy holding on the left? It's like a buzzsaws. It's like a feathery buzzsaw out of the letters. Yeah, they're P like and C. Oh, they're, they're made out of Sonic the Hedgehog skulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. It's it's like that scene in uh, Predator 2 where you see the alien skull. This is Nintendo's <laughs> version of that. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. All right. All right. Uh, Game Boy section, finally. Next up, we have Mega Man 5. I have no notes on any of these games because I gave up. So. Well, they're all just sort of, you know, minor ports of the Nintendo games with fewer bosses. Sort of Rush, Rush has a cat friend now? Hold on, what now? Look at the front cover. We get to see Rush... And next to him is a green cat. Oh, he's oh yeah, a- that is crazy. That looks like that rocket cat from that PlayStation 1 game. It's, <laughs> it's Apparently he's called Tango. <laughs> Tango is the name of the cat. Hmm. Tango Here, kitty, call upon Tango and a spinning buzzsaw companion will join you on screen. Tango will bounce around to help you take on the evil enemies. Elements. Oh, my gosh. Elements. I got the massive smiley face for the Super Game Boy, letting you know, like, this is this is going to make your eyes happy. <laughs> and then Mega yeah, Man I mean, has a mega arm shot, <coughs> so his actual arm flies off and hits something. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, my gosh. And then when, when we see Dr. Light's lab in the last <coughs> insert, we get to see them fighting the, uh, the iconic eye monster. Mm-hmm. But this one, he's called Dark Moon, and it looks like he's come down with a case of acne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, they basically ported five, but you only get five bosses. Let's say Mars, Mercury, Venus, and Neptune. Four bosses? Like, they fought on planets? Hmm? They fought on planets? Yeah, that's Uh, what's listed here. Looks like it, yeah. Sheesh. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty common. I mean, if you play these games, they play really well. Um, Controls are really nice. Oh, wait, no. There's like eight, because there's Mercury, Venus, Mars, Neptune, Pluto, Jupiter, Uranus, and Saturn. So there's, uh, all right. Except it turns out that in 2009, they declared that Pluto wasn't really a boss. That's that's a a topical joke. Nice. Yep, that's timely. Are you getting to replace Conan O'Brien on The Tonight Show? What was I'm that? with Coco. What was the Rick and Morty joke where like Hammer Eye shows up? Oh, yeah. Like wow, like, early '90s Conan. Like, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> uh, Abra- right. It was like Abraham Lincoln and Hammer Eye. That's or something it. Like that. Okay. Well, wasn't that like Abraham Linkler? That's it. Oh, that yeah. was at the party. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So I don't. Mean, I don't feel like we need to cover this anymore. Um, um, I mean, if you no. want to play Mega Man games, play the old school Nintendo ones, essentially. Yeah. But if you, no, the but if you play only no. one version of Mortal Kombat two, let it be the Game Boy version. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, look at the graphics on this. Oh my goodness. They it's they're using a, a 
<laughs> they used the the blue tint on Super Game Boys. Everything's really cool looking. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone is sub. God, this just looks so shitty. Yeah, yeah. I had the I had the Game Boy version of the first Mortal Kombat, so oh. Oh, it wasn't terribly God. good. Everybody here is Sub Zero. <laughs> number two, Sub Zero. Number four, Sub Zero. Number seven, Sub Zero. Yeah, they. So they still only have eight characters in the Game Boy version, and for some reason they kept the three characters that look exactly the same. <laughs> oh my god, that is so bad. No, Scorpion's facing the camera. <laughs> oh, silly me. You know they did that because they're cheap. They didn't no, want to pay cheap. to they, do... No, not cheap. The resources on that cartridge are limited. That's the oh, problem. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. <sighs> Anyways, so, don't do it. And speaking of not doing it, Yogi's the Gold Rush. Port. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, here we go. This is the game of the show. Who, it's crazy, did request to be directly after Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> for a crazy time. My, my notes for this game are mushrooms are enemies. Good job confusing kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's literally as far as I can make it into this game. Uh, it's just an awful, 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 awful platformer. Yep. I feel like this this was always the game that was like in your cousin's Game Boy when like you were hiding out and trying to play their Game Boy while you were at an event. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you just in case you snaked it from him, <laughs> you got punished. You're like, all right, well he's playing in backyard playing sports, but I know he has a Game Boy in his room. Then you just sit down and you turn on and it's Yogi Bear picnic Game Boy game, and you're just like, oh fuck, oh well. Yeah. It beats and he, running. And you go give him a freaking dead arm for it, and he has no idea why. <laughs> I feel so bad for the poor bastards that had to play this game and take screenshots of the entire level design, and you can see where they manually paste all the screenshots together with the little lines. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a pretty solid nightmare <sighs> factory. That is uh, horrifying. This is just... You could not pay me enough no. to, to sit there and do that. Especially no. with like the shit where like, oh no, we need the blank area in the sky. You know, there's nothing up there. Uh, well, show them jumping in the air then. <laughs> when you look at the uh, page 97 for the bonus drop, it just looks like they're just straight out ripping assets right out of Yoshi's cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing about this game is redeeming. All right, John, tell us about some good news about the players' poll contest. Alright, well, for third prize, we have, as every month, the Nintendo Power t-shirts. They're no longer calling them jerseys. Because uh, these aren't jerseys, because they have pockets. They've never been jerseys. They called them jerseys before. Anyway, they may whatever. have been jerseys, but these are shirts because they got pockets. Oh, I gotta kill you guys. Alright, anyway, <laughs> second prize, five winners will get an autographed replica of Troy Aikman's Dallas Cowboys football jersey. As well as a copy of Troy Aikman, any NFL football for your Super Nintendo from Williams Entertainment. And the grand prize winner this month will get a B. Troy's caddy at the annual Troy Aikman Foundation Celebrity Golf Tournament in Dallas. You'll Great, so we get to watch a football player play golf. <laughs> Not even as a real caddy, he's an honorary caddy. Honorary caddy. So you get to lug his bag around all day. You get, you get, to, to, be, you get to carry the caddy shit. Yeah, you get to be his professional caddy's bitch, basically, for the day. Uh, and then you get to see other NFL stars play golf, as well as taking home the jersey and getting the copy of the game. So you get to go meet Troy Aikman and be his bitch for the day. God, can you imagine just, like, you win this and you're, like, a, like a little too old for it? 
but then you and Troy Aikman <laughs> just get like coked up and go to a strip club. <laughs> You're not going to tell them about this, right? Yeah, no. this is pre-concussion Troy Aikman too, or at least he's only had like three or four, so he's not completely loopy at this point. He's so, he's just really brave. Yeah, so there is a pretty nice photo of like Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith on a golf cart uh, with I don't know some pedophile as well based on the shirt. <laughs> He's an honorary caddy. Phil Touchinson. <laughs> Straight from the halfway house. He's hoping he's hoping it's like an, a nine-year-old boy that he gets to watch him work the, the ball washer all day, if you know what I mean. Well, they never mentioned what the charity was, so it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, the charity is Troy Aikman's foundation, so it's literally <laughs> char- like recovering Aikman, money for, money for the cha- Troy. The charity is Lamba. <laughs> Lambda. Nambla, that's Nambla. it. Nambla, there we go. It's recovering chomos. All right. All right, Ben. What do we have? Top actually, twenty. Let's 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 give uh, let's give Kyle the top. What's the top five for Super Nintendo for nineteen ninety four? All right, well, start at number five. At, uh, we are looking at Super Street Fighter two at number one, and it's been on for four months. Ken Griffey Jr. presents MLB at number two, and it's been on for seven months. Super Metroid is at number three, and it's been on for six months. Uh, and it's still fun reading this magazine, going like, man. Just the people who play Super Metroid are like, I don't get this game. What are you trying to do? <laughs> uh, NBA Jam's at number four, and The Legend of Zelda a Link to the Past is at number five. Which would your favorite of that list be? Ah, that's tough. Probably NBA Jam. All, oh, all things okay. considered, uh, I, I, lo- I, I enjoy Street Fighter quite a bit, but I'm very bad at it. It's just a thing I have enthusiasm for. Uh, Metroid and Zelda are clearly classics, but I would say of those five games, the one that I've put the most time into by a wide margin would be NBA Jam. I fucking love the NBA Jam games. Link to the Past, though, oh my god. like Might, might be the best game of all time. <clears throat> sure, but can you light a basketball <laughs> on fire? That is, okay. that is accurate, that that is not one of the... The second I see that being a thing I can unlock in the Codes and Hintmasters section... Can you play as Bill Clinton in that game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, as soon as Legend is Link to the Past gets big head mode, I'm all there. <laughs> All right, Ben, what's going on with the Game Boy? All right, Game Boy, number five, we have Kirby's Dream Land. Number four, we have Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. Number three, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Number two, Wario Land, Super Mario Land 3. And number one, for five months, we have Donkey Kong. All right, Mike, take us home. Okay, number five, Super Mario Brothers 3. For the NES, let's just... Uh, <laughs> As featured in the film, The Wizard. <laughs> oh, like, oh Fred Savage. How the fuck did everybody know how to get the secret whistle when this game apparently had just been announced and no one had played oh, it yet? There's a deleted scene uh, where Steve Gutenberg walks in and says, everybody, make sure to tell him to use the whistle. All right, I got to go. He was never seen in a film again. <laughs> or in Hollywood. <laughs> He's still trapped in that movie, and that will be what the sequel is. It's like Tron Legacy, but with the VHS tape of The Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Wizard Legacy. <laughs> All right. Okay, so There's a real good chance if the four of us submitted that script, it could get made next year. Uh, <laughs> Disney's just like, well, we need something for Tron 3. Well, let's just make it the wizard. Like with the way that Universal's looking at Disney with some of their stuff, they're like, oh, man, what if we reminded people that they liked a movie they didn't like? <laughs> we have to make it a like, cinematic universe, though. It can't just be one thing. 
like oh you'll know this this ties us this is our rosetta stone our iron man that sets us up for the nintendo cinematic universe <laughs> so is this other <laughs> shitty video game movies with steve gutenberg trapped in them well, i mean i mean steve gutenberg is sort of our tony stark who's who's he he basically ends up becoming uh uh fuck what's the nintendo maniac guy who got fired Howard Phillips. Howard Phillips. He is Howard Phillips. <laughs> and 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 he takes us through all. And he's like a dimension hopping creature, or like 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 you know Beyonder type who picks <laughs> up people. Like Mr. Mixix. Like yes, exactly like that. And uh, and he yeah. takes us through, and he takes fun kids into the world of Zelda, you know, and then pulls them out, and it's ultimately leading to your Avengers type film, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, <laughs> I like it. There Killed we go. It. Uh, where he actually becomes corrupted and turns into Master Hand. Yeah, what, what terrible <laughs> video game like movies can be brought back? Like Surf, Surf Ninjas uh, Ride Again. Like I Double mean, like, Dragon. I, I want to point out I own Surf Ninjas on DVD. <laughs> no. Whoa. I went no, out of my way to no own that No adult should uh, admit to that. I'm a Erna Reyes <laughs> Jr.'s fan, man. Oh, man. Uh, Leslie Nielsen is amazing in that. That movie is actually pretty good across the board. Like... <laughs> Anybody who decides that they're going to defend Ninja Turtles 2, which is a bucket of shit. The first one's my favorite movie of all time. Second one is a bucket of shit, and Surf Ninjas is a better movie than it in every way. Oh, man. Because <laughs> that the, someone actually uses the weapons? The Game Gear as a plot device is, is probably like one of the best product placement, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, the second best, the first being the NES Advantage used to pilot the Statue of Liberty in Ghostbusters 2. Fully agree. Mm. Although I would argue that maybe the, the Game Gear takes number one just because it's like, oh, cool, you can control the Statue of Liberty. Our video game system can play God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can control the universe with my Game Gear. <laughs> All right, you win that You win that grappling contest. <laughs> this is the one time where the Game Gear actually supersedes a Nintendo product. Though it did run out of batteries 30 seconds after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your, uh, your god is constantly dying in need of 11D batteries. Your, your, your victory is only 35 minutes long. He has to he has to get the AllSpark and plug it into it in order to use That it. should be like a new version of speedrunning, is having to speedrun through Game Gear games before the battery dies. Oh. Oh, you should try to have to force them to like swap out batteries while they're playing. Without oh, without the thing swap? turning off, yes. Hot swap, one battery at a time. Just <laughs> you have to. Like when they're yeah. hot swapping the dicks in Silicon Valley. <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay, so who cares about the rest of the NES list? Yeah. And then we got now playing, where we get to talk about the reviews of the games, the quick like quick positives and negatives for Illusion of Gaia. We see great graphics, fun story, great variety gameplay, lots of depth, the best adventure game of the year, an exclusive Nintendo Power Explorer's Guide comes with the game. However, more linear than Zelda games, but the plot is more involved as well. Players will want even more. I love that the negatives are, it's too good. <laughs> we've, we've seen some of those. They, we've seen, like, very few of those. They can get snarky. They can get snarky, though. They like, can, these, yeah. This... Oh, yeah, they get catty, but there are, like, on some undisputed good games, oh. like, one of the negatives will be, like, this only has, like, six amazing levels. All right, <laughs> What's going on with Super Punch-Out? Super Punch-Out says, excellent challenge in graphics, battery backed up memory, a classic with a new look and lots of new characters. Much improved over the arcade version. However, your fighter is still limited to a single position in the ring. Maybe more challenged than some players are looking for. Yeah, that's probably true. The timing on that game is tough. All right, let's see. Uh, sorry? 
I was about to say, Kyle, do you want to tell us about Spider-Man and Venom? I do. Uh, it has excellent graphics and story and a special collector's edition. It's got great sound and varied gameplay. You can enjoy that great sound from Green Jello. Uh, but the uh, it's got an uneven challenge. Uh, it's a straight uh, straight street fighting scenarios are too easy, while other areas provide better challenge and are more interesting to play. That's such a confusing. Like I feel a little less aware as a consumer now. <laughs> Man, they were asking seventy five bucks for that game too. Yikes! Holy yeah. shit! What's the yeah. red cartridge? They have to pay for the red paint, like. <laughs> I think it was just limited edition. I don't think it was... Uh, that orphan blood ain't cheap. I love that yeah, other right. games were like, fuck it, we're not going to tell you how much we cost, but Spider-Man and Venom is just like, yeah, 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 expensive. Power <laughs> Rangers, you'll pay... It doesn't matter what the price is, you'll pay it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your kid brother will make you buy this. <laughs> All right, so from Bandai, Power Rangers. Uh, let's see, excellent graphics and gameplay, fast action, and lots of movements. Any of the four Power Rangers can be used in any stage for great variety. However, the game starts off slowly, and you need to give it some time. All right. Well, Aren't there five Power Rangers? There's the the green one is. No, he's the sixth Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. There are five oh, yeah, Power Rangers. Yeah, so they got that. I call wrong. bullshit, Nintendo. Yeah. And that they typoed that. <laughs> the yeah the the copy editing is not stellar for some of this stuff. So, Mike, what's going on with we'll give Mike Final Fantasy three. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Final Fantasy III. A big game that will take at least 100 hours to complete. Well, no, no, I beat it in 80. Battery backed up oh, memory look at with him. Three, <laughs> three slots. Lots to see and Speaking do. Speaking of three slots, how's your mom? Fuck off. Story <laughs> is, however, story is often sappy. Not written for an American audience. How fucking dare you, sir? Animations are weak and animated. Sequences take too long. Bullshit. <laughs> right. I, I gotta be a little I'll more of the one of the negatives kinda Asian too too Japanese kinda slanted alright alright Ben alright so Pac-Man Pac-Man? 2 the new adventures this this the, is like a good write up we might have to read this yeah one. I wanna read this whole write up cause it's interesting what they, how they talk about it um, they say, to play this game, you have to think of Pac-Man as a real person. Your job is to make him notice things and perform actions. The only means of doing this at your disposal is a slingshot. <laughs> so you shoot stuff to make Pac-Man react. The only oh problem is that Pac-Man is an idiot. <laughs> Lovable, yes, smart, yeah, like a rock. But it's almost as fun watching the wonderfully animated Pac-Fool bumble about as it is to get him to solve a puzzle correctly. Of course, if there's a real emergency, he could turn to Super Pac-Man as Sorb of the Danger. Uh, there's four four stages of increasingly complex adventure pu- puzzles to solve. You'll wish there were more. If you are curious about just how human a video game character can be, turn to this month's review. Uh, it says, one of the most unique games to appear in years, a whole new style <laughs> play, excellent graphics and animation, Ms. Pac-Man and Baby Pac-Man also included. However, hands-off style of play can be frustrating since you never directly control Pac-Man and he has the intelligence of a signpost. Oh, take that. Oh, that's brutal. Brutal. Uh, okay. Kyle, right, tell us about Brain Lord. Lord. Uh, it's, uh, tough, challenging, engaging, battery-backed-up memory, adventure, and RPG fans should love it, but uh, overhead view isn't as attractive as Zelda or Mana and not as good for combat. Wait, I love that they have Virtual Bart and Wild Guns in this, but neither of those were actually in the issue. 
Yeah, it's weird because I know Wild Guns is next month's issue. Um, and I think Virtual Bart because like is Wild because uh, Wild Guns is a great game and Virtual Bart is a weird ass thing. <laughs> yeah, well, tell it's us about Wild interesting Guns, enough then. to get its I mean, own game. It's a Simpsons game for freaks sake. Yeah, Cover that uh, it's, uh, and you're talking to a guy who runs a Simpsons trivia show, so I'm just like, I'm invested in this. <laughs> Maybe you should handle the next two then, since you, you happen to love it. Wild Guns. Well, I mean, all I know about Wild Guns is that the good gra- it has good graphics and control, and that both male and female <laughs> heroes are available. Uh, but that means they're single, by the way. Like, there are side missions where you can, it becomes a Japanese dating sim, and you can eventually fuck them. Um <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, how do I get how do I get John Wayne son to notice me? But there's uh there's not as much shooting as in some other games. So if you're playing like this game and you're just like our type had way more death and murder and shooting, I'm pushing the button nowhere near as much. <laughs> and I'm I'm assuming you played Virtual Bart a fair bit. I, I've o- I've only gotten to touch it a little bit on emulator and stuff like that. Uh it's a an excellent mm. Simpsons S graphics. Uh it looks uh and sounds like the show. It's a fun idea and some areas are fun. Although many areas suffer from awkward play control and unclear goals. Well, you yeah, know, just about every other Simpsons game. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a weird game because it's it's a it's totally an allegation of like eight or nine different mini games. As opposed yeah. to like it, yeah, it's it's a strange game. I rented it a few times growing up, but it so it's kind of like the I, the nightmare one. Yeah, uh, it's a it's similar. Bart's Nightmare is definitely more of like a platformy thing. This one has all it's it's an interesting concept in a lot of ways that just sort of you know, sort of like why does this exist? Okay. <laughs> all right, uh, Bubsy Two from Accolade, seventy dollar game. Uh, God, can you animation. imagine playing seventy dollars for Bubsy Two? I'm sorry. Uh, see, excellent animation, more interesting and varied gameplay than the original. Good sound and play control. However, Bubsy's clever gag lines get very old. Uneven stages, some great, and some edging towards the tedious, as well as some stages that offer very little challenge. Mike, tell us about Ultima: Lens of Virtue Two. Uh, it says, good depth and an interesting story. Lots of exploring, items, and puzzles. Good sound. More of an adventure than an RPG. Battery backed up memory. However, poor play control makes playing this game a chore rather than the pleasure it should be. Overhead perspective is awkward. <laughs> and I've never played an Ultima game. Has anybody here done it? The Ultima Online games? No. Nope. No. Uh, uh, and then next up we have Yogi Bear for Super Nintendo. And this, it describes the game type as cartoon action for one bear. <laughs> <laughs> remember, that, remember that movie poster for the Yogi Bear movie with like it has Yogi oh my god, so and it goes great. Th- creepy. It says great things come in bears, and it's like oh. Yogi standing behind Boo Boo. <laughs> oh, so creepy. <laughs> yeah. So the storyline in here is I'm that harder than the average bear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> It says, some dastardly fiends are building a chemical plant in Jellystone Park, and only Yogi can warn Ranger Smith. So, it says... <laughs> the tagline should have been barely legal. <laughs> Pretty graphics and nice music should appeal to a younger audience or parents who object to violence. This is an exceptionally non-violent game. Although Yogi doesn't break any new ground, it's a well-done platform game. However, a little variety and a modest challenge. It's actually a game where Yogi is constantly bringing people back to life and overpopulating the world. 
<laughs> it's like the opposite of death. You're bringing life into the world. It's too the opposite, much life, in it's fact. It's the opposite of Kingsman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you missed the beginning line that says, according to Game Tech Cybersoft, 1995 will be the year of Yogi. I mean, we all remember 95, like the living through the yeah, Yogi no. administration. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember like when I, like, they had all like the junior cartoons come out and they had like young Yogi Bear and like friends? Yeah, you know, okay. like young Indiana Jones, a pup named Scooby Doo. Oh, it's so bad. So bad. It's just like, oh, here's young Yogi Bear wearing sunglasses and neon. Sc- it scarf. was that like it was just the Muppet Babies like sparked this run of like oh. <laughs> Muppet Babies was excellent. Uh, yeah, it's it was the original idea, and then everyone else like sucked that freaking well dry. It's awful. So. I don't know. I don't know. Would anybody here have not watched a kid Doctor Who? Uh, I would probably <laughs> pass on that. <laughs> Hard pass. Ooh. Never, never, okay. never right. dived into the Who. Or no, dived into the Who world and was like, I don't know if I need to live here. <laughs> It's, yeah, uh, it's it's like a, everybody has that. Everybody has those friends that are just like too much into Doctor Who, and it's like, yeah, it's entertaining and good, but I don't, I don't know if it's like transcendent television. It's I don't it's, know. Uh, it's always been a little cute for me. Like it, it yeah. gets real cheeky and like winks at you and goes to like, aren't we fun for all being so clever? I'm like, look, man, I don't need a TV show that gives me the same feeling I get listening to NPR. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a science wizard. I'm Ira Glass, and you're traveling through time. I mean, uh, doc- the doctor is ostensibly just uh, like a less cool Ira Glass. <laughs> yeah, he, he's okay. Well, let's be honest. He's, he's, he's like a sub- he's like a subdued Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, like it depends and, on who's playing. And it's as awful as that sounds when it's said out loud. <laughs> no, and it's a fun show, but it's just it's one of those things where I was always like, guys, come on, it's, uh, there's a lot of cool shit out there. Yeah. Right. Right, there's other great shows, look, too. Look, I thank you for your service in keeping Hot Topic open, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Them and the Harry Potter fans. Very I, similar I, fan can't, base. Can't say nothing about yeah, that. They'll find you. I, I love that. Oh, They're I like, know. I'm such a nerd. I like Doctor Who. Like, oh, I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I always sure. look at Harry Potter fans the same way I'm afraid of people on 4chan. Where, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying nothing because they will dox me and my loved ones. I don't think against them. It's oh, just like no, I don't I get it. Nothing you know? against them and their beloved thing, and there's no reason that you should be doxing me when clearly Ben is the man who seems to have the problems, and we should all know where he lives. John, remember when we saw that? Remember we saw that whole group of grown, grown men and women playing uh, Quidditch in a field. Oh yeah, at ASU. What I, I yelled something pretty homophobic oh, at him. No, I, you I didn't. Right. You rolled on the window. You were driving your U-Haul. You were moving. I rolled on the window and I just go. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, and it was Harry. That was Harry. That was when my mom got pulled over for running a red light, trying to keep up with us. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Good times. All, all right, right. I, I got to read the, the yes, synopsis please. of the next game here. Okay. All right. Kid Clown and Crazy Chase says oh, Princess Honey. Crazy, it started with a K. That would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Honey of Clown Planet has been space napsed by the by the bumbling bad guy Blackjack. Is this like ICP the game? <laughs> May as well be. All right, can we all stop for a second and think about the idea that we sent astronauts to another planet and they land and they find out it's a clown planet? <laughs> can you imagine how quickly we would be sending nuclear weapons to that planet? 
Like, that's like a Blackwater conspiracy where you don't even tell, like, the people of your country about it. Like, you just eliminate that problem and then never speak yep. of it again. We like, don't know what happened to the spacecraft. Like, yeah, it was like the, the, the planet was completely radiated. We, like, it was a danger to the rest of the solar system. We just had to get rid of it. <laughs> Rise of the planet like, of the clowns. Because just the idea, the, just landing on, on this planet that can totally support life. But the entire planet is populated by biological clowns. <laughs> yeah. What's that one? There's that dilapidated old clown motel in the middle of Nevada. That's like the most haunted hotel in America. It's Wait, like absolutely what is terrifying. It's like the clown. <laughs> I'll find a link and I'll I'll message it to everyone. It's absolutely terrifying. It's oh, like run down. Hotel called like the Clown Hotel. Oh, you just sent it to me. I actually work with a guy who. Uh, he is actually an actual uh, uh, ghost hunter. <coughs> yeah, it's like haunted and oh, terrifying. Oh, shit. I, I just was in a film festival with a thing and somebody shot at this. Like, <laughs> oh, I just, God. I, I just watched like a 35-minute short film set here. Okay. Wow. Okay. You mean Sweet Dreams, Nevada's Creepy Clown yep. Hotel? Yeah, yep, that's it. Oh, my God, that's so funny. I thought I was wondering where they found that. And as it turns out, it's a terrifying thing that we need to burn. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Like yeah. you need to like you need to have the gathering of the juggalos take place here and then drop a cage over the whole thing. Look, man, look, man, the juggalos are just out to have a good time. This thing is clearly evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, my wife yeah. looks at. Uh, um, That's nightmare fuel right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> my wife periodically looks at like house listings for fun. She's like an HGTV, HGTV addict, and uh, sometimes she'll send me some of the listings that are a little off. And, um, oh, was that a cat thing? No, we this is before buy, we that. We could buy this cheap and flip it. The cat one was tame compared to the clown one. Oh, I mean, God. literally wall to wall all over was just shelves and shelves and shelves of like porcelain clowns. Oh, God. <laughs> These are in the photos I mean, that they're taking of the house to sell it. And they left obviously, you can get rid of that, but like, oh, no thanks. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, what would possess a person? You're trying to sell the house, you leave that shit up everywhere. Probably someone died and they're trying to sell it. They don't want to go through the whole... No, like, if that yes. was the case, you would want to hide everything and just like, no, let's make it look as good as possible and sell it. <laughs> let's not scare people away as soon as they see the photos. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. What else about Kid Clown? Kid uh, uh, Clown, see. the klutziest kook yeah, yeah, in the kingdom. God, there's so many Ks. Is <laughs> to save... And the, the bad guy is Blackjack? Hmm. hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the KKK is after Black. All right. Is there a superpower with a hood involved? Okay. <laughs> it's his ghost power. Yeah. He shoots flaming crucifixes at them. So they say oh, that uh, it's a no. fun slapstick, slapstick animation and graphics. Becca, and interesting oh, well, he's dodging flying axes, exploding bombs, and blasting water mains. Yeah. So somebody's hucking axes at this fucking dorky clown. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Fair. Uh, he says you have to make him run at the screen, so it's an interesting perspective. Oh, it's kind of, so it's kind of like Temple Run, but like at you. Yeah, it's like oh, reverse okay. Paperboy. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. okay. So what do they have to say about it? Fun sleptic animation and graphics, an interesting new perspective. However, control can be awkward at first. The theme is pretty young, but older gamers will also enjoy a quick run through. <sighs> okay. Uh. Fatal Fury special. Let's quickly get through these. Good graphics in play. More options in Fatal Fury 2. The best Fatal Fury to date. We can fight in front of Mount Rushmore, apparently, as well, so that's pretty cool. 
Uh, control has been light has been tightened up, making competition uh, of combinations more difficult. Oh, making completion of combinations more difficult, less forgiving than other Fatal Furies. Diehard fans are the only ones who will have the patience to master this one. Ugh, and on the no insert, thanks. we get to see apparently Master Roshi. <laughs> All right. Uh, we want to do Mega Man Five, Mike. Sheraton says, excellent action play with good use of Super Game Boy graphics. Graphics also look sharp on the regular Game Boy. However, the game just doesn't seem long enough, especially when you sit down with the Super Game Boy and cruise. <laughs> and what's going on with Mortal Kombat 2? Uh, I mean, it's an excellent, it's got excellent action and great <laughs> graphics, and it's a definite improvement over the original Game Boy version, and it's got better backgrounds and better play control, but there's no two-player option, which means what's the fucking point? Uh, it right? has a game link cable and then, and then uh, no Super hands. Game Boy backgrounds or screen colors the game does look good on a Super Game Boy though uh, and then uh, some of the fatalities and moves were not included because uh, Nintendo doesn't want you to know the truth there's 9-11 truthers and then there's Mortal Kombat truthers Take us home, Ben. Yogi Bear's Gold Rush for Game Boy. Good graphics and, and varied gameplay. A simple concept, but fun. However, not as much Jellystone humor as fans might want or expect. And then they have a special note over here about the new uh, ESRB ratings for you know the categories. They describe them. And they have like uh, alternative descriptions. So for like early childhood, it says Gerber meets Barney. Kids to adults, it says mild violence, Koopa stomping. Teen, it says, may contain graphic violence without realism, cussing, and gambling. <laughs> Mature says, stronger content than teen standards, plus gore galore. And then adults only says, sex, drugs, <laughs> profanity, and Which is, I want that as a t-shirt now. <laughs> like, they've literally hit all of my things in one move there. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, if I was a video game. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, and they show was the Mortal Kombat the reason? Was Mortal Kombat the reason this came about? Yes. Yes. Oh Mortal God. Kombat Night Trap. Yep. <laughs> Those are the ones. <laughs> you know, all right. Tipper Tipper Gore was all over it. <sighs> so was uh, yeah. Joseph Lieberman. Never forget. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that guy's and, name. And Herb Call of Wisconsin. <laughs> all right. Is that uh, Herb or Herb? Herb. It's, a, it's Herb because there's a fucking H in it. All right. Jesus. <laughs> I don't like the silent H. <laughs> All right. Um, you really grabbed my gears. You can't see Herb Garden. <laughs> okay, Packwatch. Right. Look in the games of the future. Let's quickly go over these. Demon's Crest, which is, uh, what, another um, Gargoyle's Quest yeah. uh, sequel. Then they have uh, Brutal Paws of Fury. That looks terrible. This is what a. This uh, is like. Oh, it's a fighting game it, with cartoon <laughs> characters. It looks terrible. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is how you get furries. And then we have <laughs> Super Return of the Jedi coming out, which I'm sure will be a cover game. And then we have uh, Mickey Mania, which looks like it has which, really nice graphics. It's made by Sony, not Capcom, which is weird. Uh, yeah, it's got all. It goes over the uh, old stages, including Steamboat Willie, Mad Doctor, Band Concert, Moose Hunters, Lonesome Ghosts, Fun and Fancy Free, and The Prince and the Popper. So, really old stuff to more modern stuff. And then, yep. uh, what else do we have here? Yeah, Civilization. 
is coming. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, if you want to play PC, a good game with horrible controls, have we got a game for you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't play that port on the Super Nintendo. Okay. Street Racer, which looks terrible. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. Is that, a, is that a biplane on the field? Looks like it. And there's a <laughs> soccer ball. On the, I don't know. Wait, was this a precursor to Rocket League? <laughs> I guess. Red really Rocket League. Shitty one. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead are coming your way, so yay, another MTV licensed game. I'm sure that's going to be as good or slightly better than the Wayne's World one. And Ben's still, favorite. I'm, okay, I'm, Mike. I'm still holding out for the Max. Yeah, keep holding out for that one. Bass right. Relief. <laughs> or Bass good Relief. Old bats, good old Bass Relief. <laughs> Some nicer graphics, but yet another fishing game. NCAA Final Four Basketball from Mindscape. Wait, that's, they're saying it's like three different games. Bassins and Bassmaster, as well as TNN. Yeah, we're looking so at three different games. Three bass games. Oh are my bad. There's three bass fishing games. <laughs> yeah, it's like they said. Jesus, <laughs> you don't have enough bass action. What is the? I feel like that's this? a thing oh, that God. was for sure a they thing so a while back. That there was like a lot of like it was. fishing games. Yeah, but it was always bass. Like for some reason, there was like this is vendetta against bass. There's no where's, like, the Canadian, was, where's the Canadian fishing game where it's like super cod hunter? Where's uh, the rainbow trout uh, fishing game or catfish the game? Pike. The northern pike game. I want to see, like, see the <laughs> most elusive prey. The grouper game. <laughs> the manatee hunter. <laughs> the cows of the sea. Hmm. I thought that was Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, NCAA that Final well. Four basketball right. <laughs> from Mindscape is coming out. Oh boy, and then we have Meta ninety five for God, which you want to play Game on Boy? the Game Boy? Oof. Yeah, Oof. <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. Oh my God, John Madden looks like he's got the mumps. <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's why you vaccinate kids. That's, that's right. <laughs> and then uh, we also have a Wolverine game coming up for Super Nintendo. Stargate coming up for Nintendo. <laughs> Balls uh, the game. Nigel. <laughs> Mansell racing game, something called Balls with a Z. With the screenshot. Ooh, that's gonna hurt. It says that in it. It's just these animated characters constructed oh, out of spheres. That's my second favorite game after Socks the Cat. And then we get to see just Guile, which is Jean Claude Van Damme from Street Fighter. It's like, yeah. we're expecting games, and then we're just looking at a picture of. Guile. Yeah. All right. I'm sure there's some reference in this giant page of text, wall text about it, but we're not going to find out. Carrier Metal Aces? Storm, Carrier Aces, and then... It's not Koei. That's... It's a game tech game. All right. And then, uh, I don't know what Michael and Mario screenshots are. Yeah. It has to be like a Michael Andretti and Mario Andretti. Mario Andretti. Yep, that is... Okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> and then, uh, next issue... We have Donkey Kong Country in the cover, finally. Uh, we'll be talking about Wild Snake, so look forward <laughs> to that. Super Adventure Island 2, Sparkster, Indiana Jones' Great Adventure, Final Fantasy 3 in depth. Oh boy. <laughs> Earthworm Jim. This will be our three-part episode where like the middle part is just me talking <laughs> and John whining. Ugh, I might just, and us like, not do there. Yes. Else. Yeah. And a special nice. about Killer Instinct. 
right. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. The end of the issue. Yeah, we have the Harambe ad closing out. <laughs> He's got his palm out for dicks, but all he got was a Super <laughs> Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Get big, <laughs> get big." <laughs> uh, anyway, nice. All right. Well, Kyle, thank you very much for coming on and uh, being our guest. Thank you very much for having me. This is fun. <laughs> glad you glad you enjoyed yourself. All right. Yeah. So, for anyone who wants to find us in between uh, episodes, you can find us on Facebook.com/slash Playing with Power Podcast. You can find old issues on Playing with Power Podcast.com. You can also uh, subscribe and donate to the cause on Patreon.com/slash Playing with Power. And if you'd like to leave us a review and rating on iTunes, that would be swell as well. If you'd like to reach out to Mike, he is on Twitter at GetThePower88. Mike, do you have anything else to plug? Sure. If you want to hear me talking without John dis- disparaging my beloved mother, <laughs> you can you can hear you can tune into the Graveyard Shift podcast, which is a horror movie review podcast where we talk about the movies, our likes or dislikes. We do a little alternate like a deleted scene about the movie and we just uh you know talk about horror stuff and amazing production notes trivia and just have a great time and that's the horror show that's the graveyard shift <laughs> horror with sheldon and mike you can find it on uh, nice. and i'm uh, looking forward to hopefully running by on that podcast sometime oh well nice. <laughs> you've certainly you've certainly proven yourself today as a good guest <laughs> uh, hey, what's what's three and a half hours between friends? <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on and being such a trooper. My gosh, this is a long one. <laughs> normally, normally people I, make it to the first break and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do anything else in my hey, life. Luckily, I'm codependent enough that I'm like, well, I guess I'll just start working on that other project at midnight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, you've definitely redeemed stand up comics on this show since you actually lasted longer than 20 minutes. And, I assure you, none of them the ma- are as good as me. Read the mag- <laughs> oh, you actually read the magazine. He did not. You- well, I, I mean, I happen to have a CBR reader on my iPad, so it made uh, good for lunchtime reading. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for again for coming on. I'm Ben. Wait, 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 I'm wait, Mike. wait, wait. Oh, what? what? If they want to read, if there's anything that Kai would like to, you know, promote oh. again, because he didn't get to do his promotion at the beginning. So if anybody's, we missed well, that. Yeah, yeah, you didn't. You didn't oh, give him a my chance bad. To, like, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll run again. Kyle Clark is rad. Is my Twitter handle. Uh, it, it's uh, for Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my podcast. This is rad. That uh, I'm really proud of, and I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then my album. Uh, I'm a person, which is everywhere where you can go digitally. You know, listen to records, and I definitely encourage. You. It's a thing I'm very, very proud of, uh, and it's all self-released. So it all uh, there's no middleman involved. So anything you do to support it goes back to me directly. So uh, anything would be greatly encouraged. But mostly, I just want to hear people uh, listen to something that took three years to make. Do you have awesome. any tours or anything coming up? Or uh, uh, nothing that's official on the books yet. I got a couple okay. of things coming along. Uh, they, the dates will probably go up on my Twitter. Okay. Well, keep awesome. an eye out, everyone, because good times. Awesome. All right. Thanks again. Oh, so actually, much. I'm at uh, San Diego Comic Con. I'll throw that out. I'm doing a. I'm a guest on the Mean Boys podcast live show at the Comedy Palace, ten o'clock on Friday at Comic Con. Wow. What the, What Wait. days are that? Uh, that's uh, the Friday of Comic-Con weekend. I don't remember which weekend it is. Okay. This will air... Is this next week, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we don't have much buffer. <laughs> I was going to say, we burned that out. Sometimes it was like a month in advance, you know. But, um, all right. Um, any other closing statements, gentlemen? 
We're good? Uh, okay. Yeah, we're good. All right, thanks. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power. All right. 